Welcome back to DQP Does Drafty Quarters Podcast Network Movie Review Show, where I don't even think Russell could fit into a fucking shopping cart. With me this evening is my co-host, <laughs> Russell. I'm just trying to not get ran over by a hovercraft. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, and this week we don't have Dave, but we have a special guest, Mike. What's up? Nothing. Not a damn thing. You ready to play some games that don't have any games in them? Yes. It's a Game Gear reference. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't didn't have a cartridge in it. That was the thing that bothered me the most about this movie. <laughs> uh, we are continuing martial arts march with Rumble in the Bronx. Uh, well, I don't know why it just asked me to sign in. Um, nineteen ninety five rated R, hour and twenty seven minutes, Jackie Chan movie. Uh. Jackie Chan's visiting his uncle for his uncle's wedding and then is going to stay at his apartment until he comes back from uh, his honeymoon. Yeah. And he, his uncle just sold his shop to this young lady. And so he offers to help her with her shop. Yeah. Like a portion of it? Like the whole thing? I don't know. I don't think they know either. He was just going to help. Like be a bag boy. Yeah. He's more of a bodyguard. Type. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I, no, I meant the uncle. Oh. What do you mean? Because they like, I, it wasn't very, because she's like, talks about buying it, and then he, like, the conversation that they have about it is all, like, super weird. And, like, he makes it sound like he's gonna, like, uh, still, like, like, he makes it sound like he still owns some of the shop. No. Uh, and that she's just like helping no. or whatever. I don't know where you got that from. The dialogue. Yeah. The dialogue's not... pretty confusing. I didn't think that was confusing, but okay. Well, overall, the movie's confusing. <laughs> Why is it confusing? <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Let's get to that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I regret watching another movie that I remembered what enjoying. What the fuck? <laughs> So he offers Jackie Chan offers to help this lady run the shop, um, so she can get on her feet as far as running a shop. Because I don't know if she's ever run a business before; it doesn't seem like it. Uh, so his first day, he comes in, and uh, well, he has a he has an interaction with a couple of bike gangs uh, the night before, because his uncle lives in a shitty part of town, uh, the Bronx, and. Uh, and they decide to have a dirt bike race on his uncle's road before his wedding. Uh, and his uncle is borrowing this guy's like limousine, like 30s, 40s car limousine. Yeah, I don't know if it's super nice old vehicle. I don't know if it's like a Rolls Royce. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what it was. But it's uh, fancy, fancy and very classic. I, yeah. I think it is a Rolls. And it's in good shape. Yeah, uh, it's really so nice. these people decide to have a uh, dirt bike race on his uncle's road, and on top of the car. Yeah, that's what how <laughs> it's a dirt bike race and not just like a race. It's they're they're you know jumping on all the cars on each side of the road. So uh, Jackie jumps down and stops one of them from ruining uh, the car that his uncle borrowed. Um, so that person, the the lady that's driving that bike, loses the race. Uh, and she's mad, but then the cops come, so they all leave. They all run away. Um, so then they do the wedding. Then they leave, uh, for their honeymoon, and Jackie goes to help this lady with, uh, with the store. And, uh, like, the very first thing that happens is the same bike gang comes in, and, like, some of their guys are stealing shit. Uh, and they catch him because of a, uh well foreshadowed two-way mirror in the office yeah um and uh so then she goes and goes up to the cashier and one of the guys is gonna buy like a kit kat bar when he like opened a half a dozen drinks and drank like the first drink out of them and spit it on the floor <laughs> and like put a bunch of fucking shit in his jacket and stuff he just wanted to read the snapple fact 
Uh, <laughs> fuck him. Uh, so he's like, yeah, how much for this uh, Kit Kat? And she's like, ah, what about all this stuff that you opened and you, the stuff in your jacket? And so then, you know, he like threatens her and then Jackie shows up. He's like, hey, stop it. And then they fight. And they kind of ruin the store, but not really. And she's kind of <laughs> thankful for him stopping them, but like also he wrecked he, a bunch of shit. It would have been much cheaper to let them go. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead um, of all the damage yes. that he does to the store. Which I thought she was going to say something about, but she doesn't. Yeah, everybody was like, oh my god, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, so then he goes about his day, and... uh. I don't remember the order of everything that happens. I don't think he ever comes back to help her after that. No, he only helps her the one time. And <laughs> they talk about day. that later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he keeps getting attacked by this bike gang because yeah. they find him in the wild. <laughs> and and they keep <laughs> the coming wild. after him. Uh, Dude, that alley scene is fucking rough. Yeah. There's a... So the, the first time, he's like walking down the street after that... Oh, it's that night. He He's walking down the street after he got... She gave him some groceries. Yeah. And uh, he sees this lady getting carted off into an alley just screaming help. And he's like, oh, I'm going to stop this chick from getting assaulted. Yeah. Uh, so he goes down the alley and follows these people. And... uh. He pretends to be a cop, <laughs> which I thought that was funny. Uh, and the guys run off. The lady stays, and it turns out it's the lady that he stopped from running his uncle's friend's car over. And she knees him in the nuts and yeah. then runs off, and all the guys come out and start trying to fight him. So yeah. then there, there's a fight, and he's, like, trying to run away, and they chase him into a dead-end alley. Uh, and... Uh, that's when this like kind of weirdly brutal and we like just weird scene happens where they wrap baseball bats in like scarves and t-shirts and shit and hit glass bottles at him. Yeah. And mm -hmm. they break on the wall behind him and the glass just like cuts him. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of fucking. It's a weird scene. I feel it's like even if you like wrapped brutal, a bat with a shirt, still break the bottles. Yeah, yeah. And they're <laughs> they're using uh, what's his name, Angelo? Yeah, using his head, like, main goon. Yeah. yeah, as like a T. Yeah, like it's it's ludicrous. The whole thing is ridiculous. It's all but yeah. There's like like that scene is weird because the like tonal shift. Like in the scene, like when it focuses on Jackie versus when it's showing the street gang, yeah, because like the whole movie up to this point has been kind of funny, even the fight scene was funny, yeah, right. And then, like, this is all of a sudden, like, fucking Murphy getting blown away by the gang in Robocop, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you're like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? Uh yeah. It gets very bloody. Yeah. Very suddenly. Yeah. He's like cut all over and bleeding everywhere and he like actually passes out, but then there's like a argument within the gang and then they just like leave. Yeah. Right? So they don't finish him off. Yeah. Uh what? I, I think know. like the girls get sick of it. Yeah, the girls are just like bored or like yeah. mad that and it's happened. They're like, "This is dumb." Yeah, they tried real hard to like make it make sense with like the girls being upset first, and then all the dudes being like, "Oh no, the vagina's walking away!" Yeah, right? <laughs> like, it doesn't take that long to put a cap in somebody's ass. Yeah, like it doesn't make sense why nobody walked down and didn't, especially Angelo, like being one of the last ones left, like and just shot him or like curb stomped him. <laughs> well, like or once something. he was alone with Jackie, who's like all bloodied and on the ground, he still seems scared to be alone with him. <laughs> yeah, and runs off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then uh, Jackie like shows up in his apartment building, and he's like all fucked up and uh the his n uncle's neighbor is actually the girl in the gang yeah uh and her little brother 
Jackie met earlier and he gave him a game gear that didn't have a game in it, but he was playing it anyways. He's like, I gave him my old video game. Like, how nice of him to just hand him a console with nothing in it. Nothing in it, yeah. And those things, like I had one when I was little. Those take like a full pack of double A's to run. Yeah. Otherwise, like I never remember playing it in the car. Because I always remember having to plug it into a wall to mm-hmm. play it. Yeah. Because the batteries would get ate up so fast. Yeah. I would take mine to the bathroom with me and plug it into the wall. I yeah. have to admit, <laughs> I have to admit a, a childhood misdeed. Mm. Um, do you remember the Nomad? It was like it was like a Game Gear, but it was like I think it was mm. bigger and more expensive. It had yeah. like a big color screen on it, but it was Sega. Yeah. Uh, so I was like becoming friends with this kid I played football with. Like we didn't hang out very much. Like some weird <laughs> shit happened that has nothing to do with this. Uh, but like, I think, uh, some weird shit happened. Like I went to his house one time and like his dad took a nap and he like got a bunch of stuff out from under his dad's bed that was like porn and weapons. <laughs> and like we looked at it yeah. and then like I never went to his house again <laughs> weird did, stuff did he like ask if you wanted a Dutch rudder or no, something no no okay. no no not that like just like my parents were like I didn't tell him about the porn but I told him about the weapons and they were like so his dad was asleep and he just like brought like I think there was like a 357 mm-hmm. if I remember correctly it's like you don't need to go over there anymore I was like okay hmm. uh but anyway, the thing that I did, uh, we had a practice <laughs> or something, and like they, I rode with them to like Pizza Hut or something like that. And yeah. he, the kid, had a Nomad, and he was letting me play it. And uh, I guess I have always done this thing that's kind of not great, uh, and I still do it. Where if I'm like playing a game and I get mad, I'll like twist it oh, a yeah. little bit. Oh. Yeah. So I twisted his nomad and it fucking cracked the screen. Oh, God. <laughs> like those old L C D screens oh, where they're completely oh, ruined. Yeah. Dude. I was like, I don't know what happened. Cause I don't think I did know what happened at the time, but like I do it all the time now. If I have like a like <laughs> the uh regular Xbox controllers, they'll just shut yeah. off. Cause like if I twist it, like the battery kind of loses connection. <laughs> Wow. So I'm like, oh yeah. I probably that's probably how I broke that. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Game Gear was sick. I had the Lion King and Batman and every game for it was super difficult. Like yeah. I don't King remember the third level of difficult. any of those games. Yeah. <laughs> like Anyway, those are cool. And he just hands him. Yeah, he just hands him an empty one. An empty one. Uh, this like handicapped kid <laughs> can't walk. Um, uh. So, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, the kid is friends with Jackie and Kyung. S- Kyung, yeah. I'm just going to call him Jackie. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Kyung. Uh, so he's like, oh, sis, you have to help him. So she helps him. And then uh, he gets up the next day and he's all fucked up. But he's like, oh, I got to go help at the store. And he goes to leave to go help at the store. But then he gets chased by the fucking dudes on the bikes again. Uh, and that happens for a while. And God, I don't remember. Why does he have the kid when the bank robbery thing happens? He's. Do you remember why he has the kid? Has he met the sister yet? Mm, no, it's at. It's right after that. I don't remember. He's got this. He's he's like he's pushing the kid down. The kid. He's hanging out with the kid. Danny, I think his name is. Yeah, he's hanging out with Danny, and uh, like a car just like yeah. wrecks into this yeah. building. There's like this subplot that happens. That becomes the main plot. Uh, it starts with like a radio thing at the beginning of the movie, uh, where he's in the apartment alone before his uncle leaves for his honeymoon. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're talking, talking about, about this, this diamond heist. And then there's a scene where uh, these like kind of Jamaican looking guys, maybe 
are going to sell these diamonds to these like fucking I don't know like mobsters mobsters but they're all like dressed like they're feds it's weird yeah Yeah, bad costuming it's Uh, it's 90s crime syndicate stuff yeah Yeah. sure uh yeah bad guys dressed like Wall Street brokers um (laughs) so uh they're gonna sell these diamonds to these guys and then it just kind of goes away it never like resolves uh, so then Danny's or uh, Jackie's pushing Danny along, getting close to their apartment building, and all of a sudden, like this car just wrecks into the uh, the building next to it, and these guys get out and they're all fucked up, and uh, Angelo and the leader of the gang had brought Danny's sister home, but name's Tony. Yeah, Tony didn't go up with her. <laughs> Uh, so Tony leaves and Angelo's still hanging out with this other guy and they're like, oh shit, what's going on? Let's go check that out. And they like rip the dudes off that are dying, like trying to get out of the car because they're huge pieces of shit. Uh, so the Angelo steals this briefcase out of the back and that's when these, the other dudes show up and they pull up and just like shoot the fuck out of the car trying mm-hmm. to kill Angelo because they already killed the other guys. They just don't know they're dead yet. Um, cause they want the case. The case has the diamonds in it. Uh, Angelo runs off. They go after Angelo, but when the car crashed in to the, into the building, Jackie took Danny upstairs, right? So they're like upstairs about to get into the, the apartment uh, into Danny's apartment and these guys like run up the stairs after Angelo and Angelo like Jackie had uh, dropped the wheelchair and it has this shitty cushion on it that has a hole in it so Angelo stuffs the diamonds into the cushion and then like tosses it into the apartment because the door is open yeah yeah and uh when the other guys catch up to Angelo, he's like, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. So then the cops show up and they arrest all those guys, Angelo and the other guys, and take them to the police station. And so then Jackie comes out and gets the uh, cushion, the cushion and the, the chair and puts it back in the apartment. Yeah. And then he's talking to Danny. Uh, and they have like a weird heart to heart and it makes, uh, his sister, what's his sister's name? Nancy. Nancy. It makes Nancy cry in the other room. Cause that she's like hiding. Me. Huh? That part killed me. Cause it's, it's so, I mean, there's several different versions of this movie that yeah. have all been dubbed differently. Right. But he's sitting there and he's like, I, I go to the park and I see the other kids playing with their sisters and I just wish that I could. And I'm like, (laughs) you think all these other kids are with their sisters at the park? Yeah. All of them. Correct me. All the, all the kids and their older sisters that take care of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uh, so she like, breaks down and comes in and hugs him and then Jackie recognizes her and she's like no don't say anything and he's like no it's fine don't <laughs> you don't I'm not gonna tell him that you're in a gang fucking you can tell him that <laughs> fuck you bitch uh, but I'll be nice you just don't need me in the nuts again uh, so that happens and uh, she was supposed to buy him a new cushion so she bought him this new cushion and they end up like accidentally kicking the old cushion under the couch. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which has like $7 million in diamonds in it. (laughs) Um, Allegedly. I don't know. It was a lot of diamonds. It was a lot of diamonds. I mean, diamonds are basically worthless if all of the diamonds that had been mined were available to be purchased, but we're not going to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to talk about Uh, diamonds being a scam. Uh, My mom would be so mad at me right now. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, it keeps going. Like, crazy shit keeps happening. Uh, 
like he uh, keeps fighting with the gang and then like eventually uh he goes after the gang to like put a, you know squash the beef yeah and he fights all of them and tony's like fuck this it's over you won it's like okay and like right then like the syndicate had been like going after friends of angelo so yeah. like a guy well, shows they, up they oh wrecked God. the store again looking oh yeah for they wrecked the store again jackie looking for jackie and then jackie shows up <laughs> finally and that's when him and uh claire claire elaine 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 the yeah did i get claire i don't know um yeah, Elaine. That's when him and Elaine have the conversation about like him not having been there and he was too busy at the park with on a date with his girlfriend. And right. She's like jealous? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Like it. at the beginning of the movie it almost sets them up as like a romantic couple and yeah. then yeah. and then he just like this other chick like knees him in the nuts a couple times and he's like, You're fucking hot. Yeah. Uh he's like, Can you blame him? She's no, already paying attention to my genitals. I'm going to go with her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. She's banging. But uh, that's that's not what we're here for, Mike. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. <laughs> like, damn. Uh, she's in a lot of stuff. I, I recognized her, uh, and I was like, oh, she, she's got to be a main character. And then she was. And I was like, okay. Her name's like Francois? Yeah. Something? Uh, Francois Yip. <laughs> yeah. Um... Super hot. Yeah. She's banging. Uh, so, yeah, he, like, squashes the beef with the the, the gang. Then uh, some other another gang member shows up with, like, some trash bags because the syndicate went after... They threw a guy in a the, wood yeah, chipper. Yeah, they threw a guy in a wood yeah. chipper. He's and, carrying his butt... His, he's carrying his buddy's chopped up remains in a trash bag. Yeah, two trash bags. Supposedly across like New York City. Like, was he getting on the bus? Yeah, with these trash bags. I mean, it didn't stink yet. Uh, it's probably the least uh, bizarre thing to see. Yeah, on a bus, right? Or subway. <laughs> uh, so they're like, "Oh my god, what happened?" Um. So then, like. Jackie had run into one of these guys before and they said they were cops and gave him a card. Yeah. <laughs> so Jackie's like, I know who to call. And it's like, it's not cops. Is it? It's like, it's the FBI. Oh yeah. We'll trust them. So they called the fucking guys that just did this to come get the diamonds. Uh, but they don't get the diamonds first for some reason. Yeah. They like wreck. Like he agrees to meeting them for the diamonds. Yeah. And before he can even get there, they chain up the whole store. Yeah. To like a tow truck. <laughs> yeah. And just completely rip, rip it apart. the whole fucking store apart. It's like you could have. How shitty like was that You could have just got your diamonds built? and then the movie would have been over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and she had just got the store like renovated again and was yep. so proud of it yeah and then it get torn down while she's on the toilet yep it's rough uh <laughs> makes no sense <laughs> it's great uh <laughs> so uh after that then uh they take tony and danny and uh Nancy. Nancy. And like this, the syndicate does like, and they're like, all right, bring us our diamonds. Um, so he goes and meets, he calls the cops this time and the cops like give him a wire because yeah. cops always do. <laughs> he calls them and five minutes later, he's wearing a wire. Yeah. So he goes to meet with some guys and he like tips his hand too much and says the, like the boss's name. Yep. And they're like they they're on to him. So White they, tiger. Yeah. So they take him into like a boathouse, and it's fucking hilarious because like oh Jackie's like oh your boss is in one of these boathouses. <laughs> Are you? Do you not know yeah. which one it is? Because the guy's just looking for like an open door to take him in and like fucking. Like, oh, off he's him. in number. And yeah, then they, they shove like, him in. Shove him in. Like what number is it? Yeah. And he beats their asses a for a second, with and then a dirty pool. <laughs> yeah, run runs off. Uh, the the like, I don't know. Uh, it keeps going. 
they steal a fucking hovercraft, drive it across a bay, I guess, with like uh, Jackie like fucking uh, skiing off the back without skis. <laughs> this is the most ridiculous vehicle. Yeah. I think I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. It like ends up going over the beach and then they're driving it on roads and it's like running over cars and not getting hurt. Uh, and then they like kind of trap it on a road in, in like on one block and mm -hmm. it had just like hit this, uh, Lamborghini or Ferrari and fucked it up. Yeah. And, uh, so Jackie like gets in it and he sees like this store that has like swords <laughs> So oh, he yeah. gets he gets a sword and he like knocks the doors off of this fucking car and like j like shoves the hilt of the sword into the the where the door was so it's just like sticking out the side of the car and he braces it with his foot because I mean yeah yeah, yeah. that'll totally work yeah uh, and he <laughs> drives it the the sword is a fucking saw yeah it's like yeah. a hook sword it is very jagged yeah uh. So he drives it at the fucking hovercraft and swerves at the last second and just like slices down the side of the fucking rubber part of the hovercraft and it wrecks. Yeah. Um, so then he like beats those guys asses. And then in like the next scene, it's just it's fixed. patched up with duct tape. With duct tape, yeah. They patch it up with <laughs> duct tape. He's able to drive it again. Yeah. So then they go find uh, White Tiger at the, uh, the, golf. the golf course. Yeah. And he runs White Tiger over and it rips all his clothes off, but it didn't do that to Jackie. Um, in like a weird slapstick moment. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. the freeze frame high five. Yeah. Yeah. Bam, bam, boom. Movie's over. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like every classic kung fu movie, just yeah. freeze frames the end. Yeah. And nothing is resolved. <laughs> you don't know what happened with the diamonds. All you know is I th I think that Elaine like stayed at her shop and was just like picking through the rubble for diamonds and then like took off. That that was the thing I really didn't understand was they like totally destroyed that shop that had the diamonds in it. And I'm like, that is going to make it so much harder. To find them. <laughs> yeah. They were in a nice bag. Sure, she took a few to the bathroom, but most of them were in a nice bag. He took them all back. Yeah. Maybe. Unless she put Maybe. some in her pockets. Well, why was she taking them to the bathroom? To put them in the tank of her toilet? Right. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh... Yeah, not like or like put them in your sink. They get stuck in the pee trap. Yeah, something. You gotta know how to hide stuff, but she. I mean, she deserved a little money for her store constantly being destroyed. Yeah, like, especially the last time. Yeah, but that hadn't happened yet. <laughs> it's like just I guess insurance, maybe. It's like they just they saved the hostages and they tore this guy's clothes off. So yep. I guess win it, win. Everyone wins. Yeah. The end. The mostly the audience. The audience super won watching this movie. Yeah, I remember my mom didn't want me to watch this, and I swear to God. Like, it was because of the guy going into the wood chipper, but, like, you don't even see anything. You no. see nothing. I didn't realize this was rated R. I think somebody drops the F-bomb a few times. There is one. I do remember one from, right. like, one of the uh, mobster dudes. Yeah. I assumed it was rated R because of uh, Jackie Chan's onesie. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> When he climbs down the fire escape and they're running over the cars. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I know what he's talking about. I was actually well, talking about when he's doing a handstand and his fucking dick is just like right there in the center of the TV. <laughs> I was trying was not to part. stare at his dick. <laughs> it's just there. Just like, yo, you want to see Jackie Chan's dick? It's right here. Huh. Hmm. 
Well, I think I still have uh, more time on my rental to (laughs) (laughs) go back and confirm that (laughs) off of YouTube. You rent it on YouTube? Yeah, I couldn't find it on anything. It's on Amazon. For like $3.99. Yeah. The same price as YouTube. So? (laughs) So why would you watch it on YouTube then? Because it's easy. Works okay. Why rent it on Amazon? Because I have an Amazon card, just like don't even think about it. Well, I got YouTube. <laughs> Do you have a YouTube card, credit no, card? No, I also don't have an Amazon credit card. Well, I mean, Amazon has a credit card, though. I don't think YouTube does. I watched it on YouTube. Shane got 20 cents back it. on his rental. Well, three seventy nine. Maybe you can uh, open your own uh, store in the Bronx <laughs> <laughs> and hope no one smashes it. Yeah, after about the six hundred and seventy fifth thousandth episode of uh, DQP does, and I've saved twenty cents every episode, <laughs> I still wouldn't be able to afford a store in the Bronx. Well. Um, yeah, so, all right, um, this movie was terrible. I didn't think it was terrible. (laughs) I had fun. I did have fun. But as a movie, holy shit. (laughs) I was like, what in the fuck? Almost the entire time. It is rough. Why is it rough? Because it's... For one, it's a Hong Kong movie filmed in Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> that was dubbed by New Line Cinema to be an English story set in the Bronx. Mhm. Because that thought that would be cooler than Vancouver and and the Hong Kong, the Hong Kong version is apparently like twenty minutes longer. Oh, that would have been. Cool. And in that version, Jackie Chan is a he was a cop in Hong Kong that comes uh, here for his uncle's wedding, mm-hmm. and like he already has a girlfriend back home. So it's weird that he just like comes here and hooks up with, <laughs> up with wheelchair Nancy. kid's sister <laughs> and everything. But okay. he, but yeah, for some reason the American version just like cut out the fact that he was a cop, which does seem a bit extraneous anyway. But like, I don't know what all they cut out and what all doesn't get translated over. But like this, it doesn't flow well and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like it's all over the place. And Mm. there's, I mean, a lot of these movies don't have much of an ending, but yeah, the ending is definitely trash. I'm, I think a lot of times why all these Kung Fu movies have freeze frame endings. I feel like the originals probably didn't end that way. But a lot of American movies will tweak it. Even like some Kung Fu movies, they completely come up with their own story and just like, it's not translated. It's just dubbed over. Yeah. They basically do like a Power Rangers, right? They just use the action and make their own story up. Like, I don't think this movie was anywhere near um, that tweaked. Yeah. Yeah. But it just doesn't quite work. With with all of what you said, it, it makes a lot of stuff. A lot of choices made in the movie make a lot of sense. Like I didn't realize that was the story behind the movie. Yeah. Um. So I was amused at the like superhero music whenever Jackie was like being the 
superhero of the Bronx. Because, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> basically, the first part of the movie, like, leads you to believe he's just, like, gonna walk around the Bronx and, like, fucking stop people from getting mugged or whatever. And so, like, that part's weird to me because where uh, he, like, goes to stop the chick from, like, getting attacked because, like, it feels like it should have been a trap laid for him on purpose. Right. But like, there's no, there's nothing to make that make sense. So then it feels like an accident and random happenstance that this girl he goes to save is like a part of this, is a part of the same gang he already interacted with earlier in the It's totally a trap. It's a hundred percent a trap. Right, but there's nothing that shows that or yeah, tells it that. It just is like... That's how it happens. But they don't know, like, why do they know he's walking down that street? Like, how is, like, there's... No, that's just The fact random. that they did lay a trap doesn't really make sense. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just like... It sounded like you were questioning whether it was actually a trap or not. Because it's 100% a trap. They. It doesn't make sense that they laid a trap. So, because they shouldn't have known that he would be there, but it was literally a trap laid for him. Right. So if that's the case. It's just random happenstance that they like got it right on where he was gonna be. Yeah, they just didn't show the part where they figured out where he was gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. Or like I don't. I don't know. That was like weird. That that was just, like, super weird to me, because I was like, I don't... Like, I'm assuming this is, like, a well-laid trap for him specifically. But, like, that could have gone, like, so many different ways. Granted, the gang is a bunch of idiots, but... Like, <laughs> that so could have So it super doesn't make any sense that they so laid a trap for him. Because then, if they're all idiots, then, like, how would they know anything that he would stop to help that he was going that way? when he was going that way any of that stuff yeah so like that that's what i mean though like it just didn't like that whole scene was just super weird and so like they're they're portrayed as like basically complete idiots and then they did this thing like and it worked out exactly the way they wanted it to other than the, uh, them underestimating how much of like a badass he is yeah but so like that was weird and then, like, all, like, I, like, I don't know how many fucking days passes, but, like, it, it's not more than a week, because his uncle's not back. Mm-hmm. So, like, all of this, <laughs> this whole movie takes place in, like, a week, and, like, one minute he's dying, and then the next day he's, like, completely okay. And I, dude, I don't know. There's, I was just the whole time. I was just like, "What is going on?" Yeah, I thought it was nuts that um, it's like, okay, so if Nancy lives in the same building that uh, Jackie's uncle is living in, why is she riding a dirt bike on top of cars right outside of <laughs> her, her apartment, apartment building? Because she doesn't own a car. Some fucking care. Still, it's like, hey, who smashed all these cars? Oh, it's not the girl that lives upstairs. She didn't do it. She's wearing a helmet. Like, <laughs> you couldn't tell. Still, it's like you couldn't find a better w street. Don't shit where you eat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like she's not smart either. I thought that was nuts, but and then she immediately changes her mind about like her allegiance. Yeah. Oh. Another thing about changing minds is, like, it seems like she's dating Tony. She is. And then, like, yeah. starts going out with Kyung, Jackie's character. Yeah, because yeah, he's got muscles. And then, but then, like, Tony just seems, like, I guess they have that big fight in their little, like, weird hangout place. and Where, like, after the fight, he's like, I hope next time... Uh, we can just have some tea and then they're like all cool with each other, I guess. <laughs> but it's like, this guy has no problem with like Jackie just straight up stole his girl and he's like, yeah, well, <laughs> there's others around. Like, he saved me from this white tiger dude. So <laughs> like, 
<laughs> it's like, what the hell is going on? I I don't get it at all. It's, this is very yeah. loosely scripted. It's, it's all over the place. So like, he, yeah, so when he walks in, she like takes him there, right? And like he just like walks in like with her and there's no like what the fuck are you doing with him or like she she's never like hey like these guys want to kill you cuz they like want to fucking kill him. And then they don't cuz they get distracted by the girls when they have the opportunity to actually kill him. And then like it I just I, I don't there was the scene at the like club or whatever that Nancy uh, dances at oh yeah in the cage with the tigers <laughs> and like and then they're like hey that's that guy and they come after him again I don't it's so hard to keep all these chases <laughs> like straight because they happen like I swear to God like it'd be like a slow part and I'd be like I'm gonna look up this thing and as I'm reading it I'm like oh there's another fight. <laughs> I'm like, I better watch this because he's gonna watch the fights. he's gonna beat somebody with everything in the room, <laughs> and then I'll be like, oh, okay, we're back to dialogue, <laughs> and oh, they threw the kid out of the wheelchair, and they're gonna chase him, like it's like, oh my god, like it is yeah. it is action packed, but it makes no sense. The uh, I do I did love all the action like. I always love watching him do those just this fucking the crazy stunts and like the everyday life stuff. Like there's shopping carts everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then him like coming through the shopping cart or like the the most impressive one I think is when he flips that fucking arcade machine. That pinball machine. Yeah. He like picks that whole thing. I'm sure they like took some weight out of it or something, but like I don't know. He like flips that whole fucking arcade machine. And I was like, yeah, I like, and he does this, I think in several movies where he like, will tie a guy up with his jacket. Yeah. And just keep like hitting them with his elbows. Yeah. I love, I love when he uses his jacket, <clears throat> Jackie's jacket. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought it was a lot of fun. I gave it a lot of leeway because I know, it's a fucked up movie. Like as far as how it was put together. Yeah. But uh Yeah. Yeah, like it the the plot is very loose and not well connected. The pacing is fucking weird because it's just like like Mike said. It's like, okay, we're gonna talk for like thirty seconds and then we're gonna have another chase and mm -hmm. then we're gonna do something for thirty seconds and then there's gonna be another chase and then we're gonna talk for thirty seconds, and then somebody's getting fucking thrown into a wood chipper <laughs> and then uh you know, and like that's the whole movie. Yeah. And it does like kind of go like the plot sort of kinda gets pushed along by that, but it's not in a normal way. Um but I don't think, I think like all the action worked really well. It was all yeah. well choreographed. Oh, yeah. It was all a lot of fun. Definitely. Um, but yeah, like the. I mean, it's fun. Like, I yeah. had a lot of fun. And Jackie, Jackie Chan, like, just has a very uh, particular charisma about him. Oh, yeah. That just, like, makes him so believable as, like,. You know, just like a nice guy that will straight up fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> so, and when he, like, the speech that he delivers to, like, the gang in that, in that scene that we were talking about a minute ago, like, I did enjoy that. Like, the movie did provoke some emotions. Um, yeah. Just also a lot of confusion. <laughs> but the emotions there were like a few few good scenes like one of them being that scene and he's like i hope you all know you're the scum of scum of society i was yeah. like damn <laughs> he's like, you, you guys are all scum and then she comes back in she's like you know he's right right as if like she wasn't scum like 40 minutes ago <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> like, uh... The tonality of this movie is just fucking killing me in yeah. good ways and bad ways. Um, 
because like it's amusing and it, but I it does feel mostly like a comedy more than like anything, but not in like a good way. Like <laughs> I didn't feel like I was supposed to be laughing at some of the stuff I was laughing at. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you didn't laugh every time somebody just threw Danny around like. <laughs> The kid is constantly getting tossed around in this yeah. movie. Remember like, I said I didn't feel like I should be laughing at some of the parts <laughs> I was laughing about. Uh, uh, do you guys want to go down to the corner? Sure. Yeah. We're going to borrow a trivia corner. You do on the corner? Yeah, I'll do it. All right. Let's go down. Go down to the corner. This is Shane's trivia corner. Shane's Trivia Corner. Uh, where it's your job to say. Ooh, neat. Uh, filming in Vancouver, British Columbia on October 6, 1994, Jackie Chan broke his right ankle while attempting the scene where he jumps onto the hovercraft. Despite the injury, he was present at the premiere of The Legend of the Drunken Master at the Vancouver International Film Festival that night. The night that he broke it. Mm -hmm. He went to a film festival. Uh, Later in the production of the movie, director Stanley Tong sprained his ankle, completing the movie on crutches. Francois Yip also broke her leg while filming the scene where she rides a motorbike across the tops of parked cars. She insisted on returning to the set after her leg was plastered at the hospital. Two stunt women also broke their legs during the filming of a motorcycle chase. (laughs) Like the end credits, how they... Yeah. Like, usually Jackie Chan films will show, like, how they did all the stunts. And this movie, like, the first, <laughs> the first like, five minutes are all just how people broke bones. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. And it shows him, like, he's got, like, a cast on his foot. And he, they, like, painted, like... They painted like a sock, sock or something to look like his shoe. <laughs> look yeah. like his shoe. <laughs> yeah, and he kept acting. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, he's psycho. Uh, the script called for a leap from the top of a parking lot to a fire escape on the floor below on the building across the street, as is as is his custom. Director Stanley Tong attempted the stunt before asking any actors to do so. That's insane. Uh, he tried it with the help of a cable harness, but quickly decided it would be safer without the harness. The of landing course. point was not visible from the point where the jump began, so tape was placed at the takeoff point as a guide. The jump was completed perfectly by Jackie Chan on his first attempt, doing his own stunts as is his custom. The jump jump was captured by four cameras. It's wild. It is fucking It's like wild. off of a parking garage. Yeah. Yeah, that's gnarly. Uh, The warehouse fight scene took 20 days to film, with Jackie Chan having to teach the local stunt players to fight Hong Kong style. Uh, The bottle attack on Kyung greatly worried Jackie as it was going to show more blood than he was used to in his films, and he was concerned parents would be upset that children saw it. Hmm. For a rated R movie. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Neat. Uh, during the preparation of the film uh, for release in North America, the producers decided to name the film Rumble in Vancouver. The American distributors decided the film would better sell under the name Rumble in the Bronx, so the name was changed. Um, America. Here America. to fuck all your shit up. <laughs> Uh, the original spoken dialogue consisted of all the actors and actresses speaking their native languages most of the time. In the complete, completely undubbed soundtrack available on the Warner Japanese R2 DVD release, Jackie Chan spoke in his native Cantonese, while Francois Yip and Morgan Lamb, the actress an actor playing Nancy and Danny spoke English. All the original dialogue was intended to be dubbed over in the international and Hong Kong movie markets and New Line Cinema overdubbed the slight and slightly changed the original di- English dialogue. Fucking weird. It, ex- um, it explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the hovercraft the, in the movie is used by Canadian Coast Guard for rescue, fishing, and navigational assistance. So that's oh, what no. that's that that's that vehicle is for. 
I totally forgot that it was in the movie, and I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I was like, I've never seen one of those in my life. I liked that they at least attempted to explain why they were riding the hovercraft to the golf course. Because, like, the one cop comes over the radio and is all like, hey, boss, can you tell me again what exactly we're doing with this? <laughs> and then the boss is like, well, the bad guys are in charge or whatever. They've taken control of it. <laughs> So they're just like, fuck it. <laughs> like, we just need to get one of these in a movie, and this one feels right. <laughs> oh, this was Francois Yip's first role. She said the casting agency called her saying that they were looking for Chinese women who speak Chinese, can dance, and ride a motorcycle, but she couldn't do any of those. <laughs> her agent told her not to bother do it going, but she didn't anyway. Next thing she knew, she was cast and on set filming two days later. And then broke her leg on a thing that she's not yeah. trained to ride. Her first movie, she breaks her leg. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, go her though. Uh, so the Hong Kong version is 108 minutes. The American and international version is 91 minutes, and then the British version is shorter than the American and international version by 42 seconds. <laughs> What 42 seconds did they cut? <laughs> I don't know. What the I fuck? I have to know. Yeah. I don't know. Whoa. In the scene where Jackie Chan fights in the punk's hideout, there are four pinball machines plus two pinball play fields hung on the wall. The intact machines are Gottlieb's Chariots from 1963, Williams Darling from 1973, Interlips Dragon from 1977, and Bali's Strikes and Spares from 1978. On the walls are two play fields hung up, and they're Atari's The Atarians from 1976, and Bally's Future Spa from 1979. Hmm. In case you're a pinball aficionado. <laughs> hoping you're going to say wizard. No. So, part of the beach scene was shot in Spanish banks in Vancouver, and part of it was shot in Hong Kong. That's weird. Yeah. There's, you might have already mentioned it, but there's parts of the movie where you can see mountains. Yeah, I kind of skipped over that. There's, this will be the last one. I'll go back and do that one. Uh, where to go? Uh, in his autobiography, I Am Jackie Chan, My Life in Action, uh, Jackie Chan talked about the initially difficult uh, filming uh, of a movie in Vancouver, British Columbia that is supposed to be set in New York City. The production team initially had to put up fake graffiti during the day and take it all down during the evening, while simultaneously making sure that no mountains made it into the background. However, Chan decided it was best that the production team focus on the action only without worrying too much about scenery. Viewers have noted mountains are visible in the background, which do not exist in the New York City landscape. <laughs> oh, I got one more. One more. Last one. All right. Uh, Emil Chow's cameo as an ice cream vendor is meant to surprise Chinese viewers as he is a famous music artist in Hong Kong, China, and Taiwan. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. A little cameo. This has been Shane's Trivia Corner. Shane's Trivia Corner. Ooh, neat. Boom. You guys ready to rate this? Yeah. Ready, Freddy. Uh, I'm going to give this a seven, even though the story and everything's terrible. Because it's just super fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I'm going to vote it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rate it like Dave. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna give it as high. He'd give fun. it like an eight and a half or a nine, but <laughs> I'm gonna give it a seven. It really should probably get a five because it it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. They're right. It it's not great, but it's super fun. So I'm gonna give it a seven. <laughs> Russell, I'm gonna give it a six because okay. it's fun. <laughs> But you're right, I think it deserves a five. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I mean, it, it is. It's all over the place. Like, it's something. Um, but it still, like, is a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, and I will just watch Jackie Chan 
like fucking karate chop fucking jacket foo someone all day long <laughs> like all fucking day long like love it it's so so fun i don't care what else is going on give me two hours of jackie chan doing that um yeah i mean i would watch it again like casually yeah yeah i mean that's pretty much all i gotta say about it okay thanksgiving mike i'm also giving it a six the the story is so rough the action is great i don't i don't think it's well what i'm trying to say is there's so many better jackie chan movies than oh this, yeah and there's so many better action scenes like Granted, there's a lot of hard work that went into this. I mean, several people broke bones. Yeah. Just for this movie that makes no sense. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, it is not, you know, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. But the stunts and everything are really well done. Like, it's a lot of work. And I don't want to downplay that at all but the movie itself is not very good and i think there's a lot better if you want jackie chan movies there are so many better options like i like the rush hour movies better than this one or like the police story movies but rumble in the bronx is pretty rough um even even though it is some like 90s nostalgia yeah the movie itself is not great so yeah i gotta go with a six all right have you watched operation condor recently nope i haven't either i just realized nobody uh knows that i shook my head there All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode of DQB Does, where we talked about Rumble in the Bronx. We're going to continue Martial Arts March next week with... The Protector. The Protector. The Protector. The Tony Yaw movie. Tony Yaw. Is that, like, the first Ong Buck? Or is that a totally different movie? It's, like, sort of the same movie. So The Protector is the elephant elephant where he like goes like the baby elephant gets stolen from his village and he goes to uh it's very similar to the first ongbok so where oh okay (laughs) i've seen all the ongbok movies but i don't know if i've seen this one so we're going to continue Martial Arts March with The Protector, with Tony Yaw. Uh, are you, like, looking it up? Yeah, I wanted to make sure that I was saying the right one. Yes. <laughs> the Protector. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, so thanks for listening. Please find us on all our social media, searching Draft Recorder Productions. Uh, also find us on Patreon. Please subscribe for $1. We got a, uh episode of uh, Love Eternal up last month. We will have another this month. Um, so please subscribe for $1, searching Draft Recorder Productions on Patreon. You can also email us questions, concerns, comments, suggestions for movies, uh, just complaints and adulation. I don't care. Don't send us feet pics, though. DraftyQ at gmail.com. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful time. Bye. Bye. You don't need diamonds in the bathroom.
This has been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.